Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, it is the party hour, power partners. How are you? Welcome to our informational playground of Star Style. Be the star you are. Brought to the airwaves under the species of Be the Star You Are charity. We are your hosts. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and we are striving to seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations. So get ready to soar for the stars and be the writer, director, and star of your own life. The miracle moment for today is by one of my favorite authors, Cahil Gibran, and it says, beauty is not in the face, beauty is a light in the heart. I like that. Isn't that great? I know. Because isn't it so true when you are light and airy, you are light in the heart. It is It is a, a wonderful thing. Well, we have a very fun show for you today. Heather and I have a ton of energy, and we'll be coming back to what we'll be talking about in a bit. But in our segment two, we're going to go into the June garden. It's the end of the school year. It's graduation. It's Father's Day, weddings, baby showers. Vacations, it's unbelievable. June signals so many things for outdoor activities. So we're going to just take a little bit of time and go step by step into our outdoor endeavors to see what we need to do. And then in the section of three, we're going to talk about the healing power of touch because the sensation of touch enhances our pleasurable emotions, which make us feel happier. So that could be petting an animal, walking barefoot in the grass, sleeping on satin sheets, whatever it is, and we're going to talk about all these things that trigger those fantastic sensations that are both mental, physical, emotional, and even spiritual. But coming right up, Heather and I believe that the family that plays together stays together. So we want to encourage all of you to be taking many vacations with your loved ones. And this is what we're going to chat about is we had a recent little family adventure And I think when you get together, it just encourages more getaways and more 
fun together. So Heather, let's talk about the importance of getting together, of playing together, of, of being a family that spends time enjoying one another's company. Yeah, well, as you know, or just kind of everyone out there, um, you know, when you're growing up, your family, they are, that is your home with everyone. But as an adult, for the most part, many people are no longer living at home, or, or even so, you're not usually living in the same area, which is that. Luckily, we're all in the same state, but we're all throughout the state, so it's, uh, it's a long drive either way you go. Um, so kind of finding these, these times to reconnect and beyond just holidays. Um, it's sort of those things a lot of time, uh, and I'm not the best example of this, but uh, many people, they kind of call them Jack Mormons or Jack Christians. They only go to church, you know, on these special holidays. And that can happen a lot of times in family relationships that you only get together for holidays. You only get together for Christmas, Thanksgiving. With it. And as wonderful and it's still as important as that stuff is, you need to find the just sort of whenever times. And a lot of times when you're in your own space at home, it can become very stressful. When we're at home, I know I become so distracted with you know, the laundry. I've got this to-do list. There's so many things when I'm in the house, I always feel like there's something I need to be doing. It's hard to just relax. It is so, true when you stay home. I mean, it is like that. I mean, I think about, I actually was thinking that this weekend we had a little bit of time off. It was like so nice to be on somebody else's patio because if it had been mine, I would have had a broom and I would have been sweeping it and I would have been watering the plants and pruning the plants and, you know, yeah. <laughs> all those things. Yeah. So there's always a to-do yeah. list. Yeah, I completely, you know, it kind of takes away from that family time and I'm all for you know, the, the staycations of things. I think, you know, you can find a lot inexpensive and a lot of fun things, you know, staying home and doing things close. But you kind of really do need a vacation. You really need to get out of there. And it's a great way to, for relationships, to kind of rekindle things, but for your family to get time to spend away, to do a family outing, to do things um, together. And a big thing, you know, for us, whenever, or, or at least to most of our things we travel, we always try to stay in a house. And a good thing with that is... Uh, one, you know, usually when you're staying in a hotel room, you don't really want to be there much. You know, it's not that great. And you'll often spend a lot of money just for that room. And if you're all going in on a house, that can be a big, uh, a good financial thing of saving money. But it allows you to have, like, a big kitchen. And as you know, cooking is such a great bonding thing. There's talking, there's sharing, there's learning going on. Um, and then, it's about, you know, maybe you are um, a cold-weather person or a hot-weather, whatever. We most recently did a hot-weather trip. And it was great for us that we could go to the beach, people could lay out together, they could go on walks. It just kind of allows everyone who needs this uh, well-deserved uh, rekindling, you know, of, of health. We all need this time to recharge. And the best thing is being able to recharge with our family members, these people that we don't see. It, it creates new bonds for you. And for the most part, hopefully you leave with in positive things that, um, you know, that it's been a better relationship, a better, you know, this uh, overall just kind of a bonding experience with people. Um, I think, again, getting away somewhere, you know, within, and it doesn't have to be far. It can be just within a few hours, but getting out of your own, your own town um, and especially out of your own house, I think, is the best way um, to do family trips. Um, but I'm, what is well, no, I really, I just really agree. And I think one of the most fun things that, at least for us as a family, and I would think that other families would enjoy it too, because we're a fairly active family, but one of the most fun things has to do in the kitchen and just chefing it up. And mm -hmm. I think that, you know, we, I always think, okay, well, we'll probably go out to eat or something. But the reality is, 
is that's a total bonding time when all of a sudden you think of a, wow, we have these ingredients. We could make this. And everybody, you know, we're coming from all different locales and everybody puts in their uh, two cents and you go to work. And I really enjoyed this past weekend uh, with you and um, and my daughter-in-law, your sister-in-law, Kristen, and how you were just making, you know, making these amazing appetizers and meals and things out of nothing. It was just so fun. Nothing. Yeah, out of nothing. Um, yeah, well, you know, to me in general, just I think what gets to it is cooking has always been, and I'm not saying just for ourselves, but throughout history, is a way to share history, is a bonding thing, is many things. Recipes are really big in families. And, you know, for us, right off the bat, I can say nice hotcakes that no one could ever truly recreate it like that lady, but we all try. And we all think, you know, we make different versions. And and over time, new creations get started. Um, right, right. And they're always good. It's thing. just that you always remember that grandmother's little, maybe it's the love that, that's put in it. Yeah, so it, you know, it's that time that uh, history is shared with things that people say, oh, you know, this was my grandmother's or this were, you know, I was taught this or the story behind it about how this came up. And then they're taught it, and then it kind of becomes its own thing, and, and new creations get um, started. That was, like, us this weekend, we created all these new things. And, again, we're, we're pretty bad about writing them down, so that's probably why they're different every time. But um, it really allows us to think there's just something, as you know, that having a big kitchen, that food is a conversation thing, and it's, it's, uh, it's a sharing thing. It feels really special when not only to make something um, with someone, but when you present it to people. And what better way than, you know, your family. That's why Thanksgiving is oftentimes such a wonderful such a wonderful thing, but it can be really stressful. And I recommend, you know, two also as we know with families and in close quarters, um, after a little while, stress can, can get in. Your family are those people that, you know, you can have those fights with, and a couple hours later, within within 10 minutes, like, what do you want to do for dinner? So very quickly forgiving, but as, you know, in tighter quarters, it can get it can get quick, it can very fast. Um, so I think sometimes if you don't want to do these big, you know, long things, you can do, you know, I think four days, five days is great. It gives you enough time um, that you can really kind of unwind, unpack, and enjoy. I think if you make things too short, you know, just uh, one or two nights, it's basically you're just getting there and then you're leaving. Or it's, you know, we really need a one day of traveling and packing and then that last day of kind of getting stuff together and kind of, you know, restarting the whole process over again. But you really need, in my opinion, um, at least two to three really solid nights of, um, you know, of staying there, of just solid days, of just fun and enjoyment. And you don't have to do things. As, as you were saying, um, we had so much fun just kind of hanging out and we're always, you know, being outside. I love, never use the TV. I think that's fantastic. I'm, as I, as I grow older, I more and more just I do not like being around TVs, especially during the day. Um, and it was just, so I agree. I completely, I say, I mean, you know, I think the, the thing is too, is just the conversations and one thing leads to another and then there's more conversation. And, and if you're only going to, if you're only going to be like watching TV, you're not really spending time together. You know, what you're yeah, doing no, is you're watching TV. Yeah, there's no bonding moments. In my, and, the, and when it gets to it, this is what 
bonding these things out. That's just what with any relationship, even when it's just your friends, what establishes is that you spend time together. And, and you can see it when you move away from it, you're not seeing them as much. And, and slowly, even though you, you have connections with uh, fam, things can start to sometimes kind of fade a little, especially if you're not talking with them every day, you're not seeing them. You may still have a good relationship, but it kind of starts losing some authenticity, you know, that you kind of just small talk about things. Oh, how's weather? How's school? Right, um, right. And these are good ways, too, if that's kind of happened over time of, of uh, you know, again, you're around them for some time, you start to open up more. People kind of get beyond that surface layer and, and start, you know, just having more fun, being more of themselves. Because we've, we've talked on other shows before that, um, and no, by no means is anyone ever being fake in their life, but you definitely have... Um, we, we wear different masks for anything. You know, we're one way in front of our friends. We're one way in front of our colleagues. We're, you know, one way in front of the, when we're at work or, um, our, you know, our professional life versus with our family versus when we're home. We have so many different things that are all truly ourselves, but just the way we handle ourselves with certain things. Maybe we're a little bit more reserved in front of our parents and we're wild and crazy with our friends, or maybe it's the other way around. Um, but the thing, too, it just allows you the time to really get comfortable, to open up, and create, recreate those bond things. It's, we've always taught, you know, there's so many things that, uh, however, trips, money do pay for the trip. So, you know, you know, the joke about, you know, money can't buy happiness. Well, money does buy for a trip, so it is buying some happiness. But, but you know, it, on that we, light, we really too, you things. could go we, camping, we this, you know. I mean, you can, you can, as you, we've, you've talked about this many times on other shows of how to have, like fun dates and fun outings that don't cost very much. And I and the other thing too is is if everybody's cooking, you know, that's that's really saving. And then you can just have like one splurge night and and go out, you know, one night. But for us, I mean it was just so fun turning on the music and dancing and putting on funny hats and uh, you know, well, we I- it's like for something happens well, you know, when you're together. It, it all it all depends on your locate. For us, we were going for we just wanted to get away, relax. We were aware, like oh, you know, there's some cool things in the cell, but it wasn't you know as if you're going we're going to Paris and it's like you, okay, you need to see these things. Otherwise, it would be like how could you go there and not do that? Um, you know, we're talking. There's right. Very, Ours there's, was just there's, a, there's a different together. colors and different things regarding trips of what you need to do. But I like, you know, for, for us, we, this was truly a to relax, to just hang out with family. And we, you know, we decided we did go in one day, and it was a fantastic, we had a great time. But, you know, and it, that, was probably, that was all we, we needed. It was fantastic for that um, because there was just so much. Uh, that's the, the beauty, I think, of when you rent a really great place and a good location that nature and the house kind of provides us is as, like, a great thing. And, and then, you know, people can kind of start to, you know, pair off, do their own little things together. Um, kind of having that freeway that people, you know, are all just enjoying themselves. Um, but but uh, what you had said before is, as, especially for, you know, your quote-unquote adult kids, um, as an adult, I really, there isn't things I need versus when I was a kid, you know, when Christmas came, my Santa list was very, very long, and I was always expected, like, he would just get me all these things because I was so good. Um, but... As you get older, you you don't need you know constantly trying to get rid of stuff. We don't you know there's very few things uh, that we need. And I think the best thing is um, needing. You, someone had brought it up saying they didn't want more things; they wanted more time and they and want experiences. And that's what yeah, that was what our goal was for this year: is more experiences and more memories. Because you know, it's like I've always said. Um, Dennis Waitley had said it so well many years ago about give your kids roots and wings instead of loot and things. 
And yeah, I, really I like feel, that. Yeah, I really like it. I really like that saying. And so that's what, especially as um, your family gets older and there really isn't, you know, the things that they need are so big, like a house, that you can't buy it for them. <laughs> so, so you know, they don't really need probably coal, uh, uh, clothes and, you know, they don't need junk. So why not just create some wonderful memories? And those are things that you talk about with your friends, you recreate. When you get together, you build on those memories again. And as you were saying earlier, and I think it's really true, if you are going to go away, it's a great thing to rent a condominium or a house or a cabin and all kind of camp out, you know, together if you're comfortable doing that and at least have three nights because the other, if you're, if you don't take that amount of time, it seems that, as you said, the first day is sort of traveling, the second, the last day is traveling. So you need more than that one. You need a couple days to make you feel like, aha, we really into this. We got it. And then you really have, I think, a really a good time, a fun time. Well, Steph, and kind of hitting this on a price point real quick, of, um, I, another reason why I think if you're traveling with, a, with your family of renting a house or maybe renting two houses and that, is one, um, it will be, it, it may sound like a lot, but it will be less expensive to assure that everyone or if it's couples has their own rooms. Um, because when you're staying all in one house, it does create that kind of bonding experience that you're all together. And I think still having your own rooms, your own bathrooms, that allows that separation so people can have their own privacy. Uh, sometimes, too, when it's just a bunch of you all have hotel rooms, people are kind of on all these different schedules and a lot of times not really hanging out. Um, or it's the, it, it's like that you're going to be spending more money because then it's like you have to go out to dinner. You have to go do this thing. And instead of just being having this time, if people want to hang out and, and just lay out by the pool or in the backyard, that they can do that. And those are the free things because you already have the house. And then it, that allows more people just hang out, cooking breakfast. People tend to start to kind of get up a little bit earlier, stay out a little, up a little bit later so that they can all hang out when we're, you're all in that confined space together. So I think it's much, it's uh, the best way to go. And also price-wise, um, if everyone's putting in money for it, they, it breaks down to a lot less expensive and you'll have a lot more space and things. Um, especially, you know, check in, check out. You have an entire house versus having a room. That's a really good point that you just, you know, that you were making about um, space and privacy and timing. I, I do believe that it's important to respect everybody's time schedule and not, not make something so regimented. You know, like if it's two, we're doing this, and at three, we're doing I mean, because when you do that, it takes away from the spontaneity and the fun. So, you know, remember that everybody's uh, time, especially when you're talking adults, is very valuable and to take those three days to spend together means they're giving up three days to spend with somebody else, right? Or to spend exactly. by or to spend by themselves. So you need to give people their space and their time. If they want to sleep in, they should. If they want to, you know, get up early or they want to go, uh, you know, play bowl or whatever they want to do, I think people need to do that. And you know, I was going to mention uh, something that, and many people have already done it. But something that is really great is if people um, want to go on a family trip, something that, is, that isn't uh, too stressful because there's so many activities, if they want a really active trip, is going on a cruise together. Because in that, yeah. when you do that, a cruise, what that allows people to do 
is they each can have their own little stateroom with their bathroom. And then you can just make a meeting point, you know, and decide, oh, we're going to meet for dinner, especially if everybody's paying for it on their own. You know, I think one of the problems is if you're going out to dinner, then it's like, oh, who's going to pay for this, et cetera. Unless one person's already paying. But it, it, and that's a good thing to do with friends, too. So uh, because it's all inclusive. So either going to some all inclusive place or uh, going on a cruise where you pay everything up front. And then there's no issues about, you know, about like the payment uh, part of it. So anyway, that was just another thought. But whatever you do, if you want to keep your family together and you want to keep your family tight, you do have to make time, room, space to be together. Because I don't know if distance really makes the heart grow fonder. It might make the heart grow fonder for a short amount of time. But if you don't see each other and have shared experiences, eventually you're not going to be connected. And family really needs to be connected. And we can say the same thing for friends, is that you're not that you have to go away on trips or anything with friends, but you do have to get together. Would you agree, Heather? One hundred percent. You know, opposite makes the heart go far, but also out of sight, out of mind. Uh, over time, you know, right? You that's right. Out of sight, out of mind. More and before you know it, those. Uh, and and also too, you know, a lot of times people schedule it becomes hard. People, oh, you know, maybe this Tuesday isn't going to work. Let's do it again. Let's do it another time. And and slowly those dates keep getting pushed off, and then it becomes someone that you know you don't really talk to or see anymore. And it's it's fascinating how people at one time you had incredibly close bonds with, maybe you saw them every single day, and now it's a random text message every now and then. Um, I think it's always good just checking with people, keeping, you know, that making sure that, you know, they know, care about them. But the greatest thing, especially with families, and it's also it's good for your overall health thing to have a good connection with your family um, and, and have that, you know, that solid ground. As you know, our family is our first friends, and that should be um, our strongest bond. I mean, as we grow older, our friends become our family, um, but our family is our first friends. And, um, and I think the best way of sort of maintaining it, especially if you're not there all the time and you can't do little dinners or get together for coffee or something once a week, is um, every couple times a year, you know, whatever, do it, just a trip of fun. And it doesn't have to be so structured. I think it can just be an easy little getaway just to go hang out and do things and, and just relax, kind of making that the key, uh, the key thing for everything. It doesn't have to be a structured uh, weekend. I think just time to hang out as family away from the house, away from work, sort of unplug um, is your best bet of kind of reconnecting with family members. Well said, well said. Well, with that, we will wrap up our family vacation segment. And just remember our motto at the beginning of the hour is the family that plays together stays together. So take a little mini break, even if it's a staycation, but get together with your family, either, you know, someplace close or someplace exotic, and just chat and talk and laugh and build memories and build experiences because you will be talking about these forever. And, you know, hopefully everybody lives forever, but we know that's not a possibility. And, you know, when someone is no longer with us, you remember these things and they become even more special. So uh, do enjoy your family. <laughs> so give the, give the websites out, Heather. Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTheStarYard.com as well as BeTheStarYard.org. And when we come back from break, we're going to go into the garden and we're going to find out what do we need to do in our June garden. Are you, are you experiencing June gloom or is it bright and sunny out? 
The weather is changing. Back in a bit, I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be the star you are. The star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are, you are. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that I'm glad you stayed with us. It is actually a very dreary day here in Northern California on this, uh, what, third day of June. It is weird because... because May was totally May gray, and we maybe had two days of just very limited sunshine, and now it's back to kind of gray and gloomy. And um, my pen pal in Norway sent me an email and said it rained not nonstop the month of May. They had so much rain, it was the most rain they've had in uh, ever. It was uh, ever recorded. And it's so cold that they haven't been able to plant their gardens at all. And as we know that there was snow in Colorado, and then there's uh, hurricanes and all kinds of things. Oh, and speaking of hurricanes, before I get to the garden, well, we do know that our weather is definitely changing. So who knows? And it's all over the world. I just wanted to announce, and many of you have probably already seen it, but uh, a movie that I worked in last year around this time was released this past weekend. It's called San Andreas. And uh, it is probably a real mover and shaker. So if you are a fan of these kinds of dramas, of these disaster uh, flicks, you'll probably really like it. It stars uh, Dwayne Johnson, who is always so good in these hero roles. Uh, Paul Giamatti is also in it. And it uh, it was very fun to shoot because... Uh, <laughs> we basically had to shake and rock and roll, and uh, even they in my car is in it, and they even 
put the, my car on lifts and shook it around. I have no idea what it's going to look like, but it was fun shooting this kind of a disaster movie. I did read somewhere that as far as authenticity goes, that um, it, it's like on a Richter scale of possibility, it would be an 8.5 impossible to have an earthquake that starts in L.A. and rolls up all the way to San Francisco, destroying everything in its path and causing a great tsunami. But I actually just can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be great fun because I do love Dwayne Johnson, and it was fun to work in. So go and see it. It had a great box office open. Um, It seems like everybody's seen it, so you'll want to too. Well, now, after that disaster, let's talk about going into the garden Robert Browning said, why stay on earth except to grow? And I agree with him in all aspects there. I think growing is the only way to learn and growing outside. If you're not growing, you're stagnating. So this time of year, it is the end of school. It's graduations. Father's Day is coming up. Uh, There are so many weddings, baby showers, birthdays. June just signals the beginning of summer, and it's a season of outdoor celebrations. So with all these milestones to check off our fun to-do list, we hardly have a moment to think about gardening. Yet, for the next several months in most parts of the country, this is the time that we're going to spend the most days outdoors and outside. And so it's actually time to make sure that our landscapes are welcoming, that they're manicured, that they're inviting. Now, we do have ripe right now our kumquats and loquats and cherries. They are really delicious at the moment. Soon they'll be, uh, well, in some places the cherries all, you know, the cherries are already ripe, but soon there will be apricots will be coming in. The bougainvillea is absolutely gorgeous and resplendent with radiant fluorescent colors. A pansies are brightening beds. And poppies, California poppies, are still flourishing on the hillsides. You might want to pick a bouquet of Alstromeria. It's called the Lily of the Incas. Uh, it is. It adds such a pop of bright color. And what's great about it, it's a very long-lasting bouquet. So as long as you keep changing the water, you know, every couple of days, uh, put a little drop of Clorox in it, you're going to have a nice, nice bouquet of flowers that you don't have to think too much about. Now, if you are in California and you have been diligent in saving your gray water, make sure you are dumping it daily into your garden to prevent mosquitoes from breeding. I was—I had uh, Heidi from Vector Control came out to uh, my house to put some uh, mosquito fish in my pond. And she told me that because of the drought here in California, mosquitoes are expected to be the biggest problem this summer because p- people are trying to do well and they're collecting their gray water but they're putting it in barrels and buckets and you don't want to do that you want to be water and mosquito conscious by using your saved water immediately put it in your landscape or put it in your house plants if you aren't going to use it immediately then what you're going to want to do is buy something called dunks uh, they are safe for pets but they they uh, kill the mosquito larvae They don't let it breed. So you'll want to put a dunk or two in your uh, buckets or your barrels or whatever you're collecting water in. So here are a few tips that you're going to want to do to get ready for summer. First of all, get that patio furniture clean if you haven't already. If you've left your lounge chairs outside for the winter, they're going to really need a thorough scrubbing. 
you want to check the cushions and the pillows and you're either going to want to wash them or replace them. Now, depending on the kinds of fabric that you might have on cushions, many of them have kind of a, um, a uh, well, it's sort of a vinyl kind of fabric that can just be scrubbed with Clorox, etc. Other things might you might have to make uh, do a mild detergent. I usually check if it is a Sunbrella fabric. Sunbrella actually can have a little bit of bleach in it, and I just uh, water it down and then scrub it and set it in the sun, and that will clean up your cushions. But if there are moldy or mildewy, you know, just toss them and and go and get some new ones. Or you know, you can always wait, I guess, for a sale. But I think right now I've been noticing a lot of sales because people aren't outside that much. Now, if you're going on vacation and you want to make sure that your indoor plants don't die while you're gone, you here's a little fun tip. Instead of hiring a person to have to come in your house and water, get a shoestring, a long shoestring. Cut off the end, you know, that hard plastic part of the shoelace. Place one end deep into the soil and the other end into a tall vase of water. What will happen is the water will wick up the shoelace and it'll keep your plant hydrated while you're on holiday. I think that's a great tip. Now, you can boost your creativity quotient by taking a walk outside. I love this study. It was recently published in the Journal of Experimental Psychology, and it found that your creativity soars 60% by walking in nature as opposed to brainstorming at your desk. So if you're a writer, as I am, or you know, any, you have to do any kind of thinking where you need your creativity uh, kind of highlighted, instead of sitting there and squinting your eyebrows, just get up, take a deep breath, and take a walk out outside. Uh, walk either in the park or around the block or even in your own backyard, and then go back to work and see if you haven't gotten a great idea. Now, this is the time. If the weather warms a little bit, our soil, you know, you, it's, we, I've been saying it's time to plant seeds, but it's going to depend where you are because, like right now here in California, our soil is warm enough for some seeds, but not for all of them. I would say you want to plant your pumpkin seeds by the end of June, and that way they'll be ready for a Halloween harvest. It is also a good time to get uh, your corn, your eggplant, your beets, and your cucumbers started. But again, make sure that the soil is warm enough and that you're getting some sunny days. Like tomatoes, you know, tomatoes really like to have six to eight hours of sun every day. If you're buying a plant and you can give it uh, that kind of exposure, you'll probably find, but the seeds may not germinate. Then once you have planted, make sure that you do what's called a succession planting, especially for your greens. Every three weeks or so, you plant more seeds, and this is what I do for my lettuce and arugula, and I also do it for root vegetables like carrots, radishes, and turnips. And what succession planting means is that just mark it on your calendar. Like today is June 3rd, so in three weeks, June 24th, I would do another planting of sprinkling the seeds out there. And then that what that means is you'll continue to have a succession of greens or your root vegetables. Other seeds that can be planted anytime this month for a summer season of savory spices would be seeds of basil, cilantro, chives, and parsley. Now, you want to also, if you are using uh, irrigation, uh, you want to check your sprinkler heads. If you're 
using drip irrigation, check your drip irrigation heads. And if you're using sprinklers, make sure to go around and check every single one. In our area, we have a lot of deer and we have a lot of wildlife. So, you know, we have coyotes and we have foxes and we have raccoons. It's usually the deer that break the sprinkler heads because they'll be walking and or they're running. And if they hit a tall one, they could actually break a main water line underneath. So that wouldn't be very good for saving water. So make sure to check for that. Now, trees such as magnolias, you're going to see that your big trees, they're going to need a deep soaker. You can get a deep soaker stick at your hardware store. It's probably less than $20. You hook your hose to it. If you find that leaves are yellowing and curling, that means that the tree is really thirsty and it needs a really long, deep drink. So you hook your hose to this this, um, soaker stick and you push it down into the roots as far as it'll go. The sticks can be, you know, oh, they're maybe three feet long. So you can usually get, you know, two and a half to three feet down into the roots. And that's what you're trying to do. Then you turn on the water. This is the best time of year to propagate azaleas, carnations, fuchsias, and hydrangeas. And what you do is you take cuttings and then you plant them in rich soil. I actually went out this morning and cut some fuchsias and uh, planted it. I've already planted a a pot of fuchsias that's going to be a hanging basket and they're already uh, rooting. So all you do is cut them. Cut, a, cut, the, cut the wood. Don't make it the too hard of a wood. Cut it like a, you know, a, something that's soft, a soft wood, and you're going to, you'll, you'll be able to get your own plants instead of having to buy them. Now, you can save water by watering only once or twice a week. Water early in the morning when the plants will absorb the most. Watch for runoff, and it's better, as I've said before, to, to water deeply as opposed to frequently. So maybe water for 20 minutes. And do it once a week instead of three times a week, you know, for, for uh, eight minutes. That, that's a much better thing. If your fruit trees are attracting those hungry birds, put a net over them, especially if they are smaller trees or um, are dwarf trees like cherries, peaches, apricots, and apples. Otherwise, your entire summer crop will be devoured. I must admit that all of my cherries are gone already because I was gone for a few days and the birds got them all. This morning I was fighting with the with the doves actually to harvest some of the mulberries. I had like 15 doves and they sounded beautiful, but they were gobbling up my mulberries and I wanted to gobble them up, so I was trying to get some too. Make sure to deadhead your spent rose petals weekly And that will encourage continuous blooms. And we do this actually, at least in California, up until January. But you really need to do a weekly deadheading of your roses. Now, you want to also maintain your weeding schedule. Be really vigilant to pull weeds as soon as they appear. Because otherwise, they're going to zap the nutrients and they zap the precious water from the plants that actually want it. I um, was spending a lot of time weeding. You know, there's a lot of little tiny weeds that are, they're kind of pretty when they're young. They look ferny and kind of frilly. But then as soon as they start getting their seed heads, you've got to get them out because otherwise they'll just spread everywhere. Don't forget to compost all your scraps. Everything except meat products will stimulate microbial activity and um, it will limit the uh, the nematode invasions whenever you compost stuff. So get composting. Attract butterflies and honeybees by planting nectar-rich specimens 
including zinnias, butterfly bush, and scarlet runner beans. And here's something fun you may want to do. You could win a $10,000 grant sponsored by the National Garden Bureau if you have planted a therapeutic garden that supports and promotes the health and healing powers between people and plants. Now, if it's if you've planted it in a community garden or at a health center at, or at a school, think about entering this. All you have to do is go to ngb.org. It stands for National Garden Bureau, so ngb.org. The next thing to do in the garden is to pinch your seedlings on annuals to encourage branching and to get a lush, fuller pattern. Now, for your tomatoes that are sprouting, make sure to put wire cages or teepees around them to prevent them from toppling over or sprawling on the ground. If the fruit touches the ground, it's going to rot when it gets in contact with the soil. If you have passion flowers, and they are so pretty, you want to allow the passion flower tendrils to vine and twine over fences and trellises. And there are over 400 species of vines and shrubs. They're all in the Passiflora, and all of them boast this exotic flower. It only lives a day, but it's really, really pretty on these fences and trellises. So if you don't have it, think about it. And finally, don't forget to mulch your entire garden with at least three inches of material. It'll help retain the moisture. It'll keep the soil cooler. It'll prevent the drought-related problems, and it'll do all of this once you have it installed throughout the upcoming hot months. And if you have a really large landscape, as I do, you can always contact your tree service companies in your area that are cutting down trees and ask for their uh, tree trimmings that are all shredded. And you can mix that with your compost and add that to your garden. So happy growing, happy gardening. If you have any questions, you can contact me, Cynthia at goddessgardener.com. And be watching for my articles in the newspaper and uh, and the Ask Cynthia column. So you can read me in the La Marinda Weekly. That's LaMarindaWeekly.com. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about the healing power of touch. Stay with me. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and we'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. We live in a high-tech world where personal time sometimes just feels non-existent. In order to lead the pack, you first have to take care of you, the leader of your life. Even when you are an employee, you're always self-employed, so take pride in your work. Take many vacations to rejuvenate your spirit. Find a focused partner and share your business strengths and weaknesses. Create relationships of trust by doing what you say you will do. Follow up and get back to people in a timely fashion. Write a personal mission statement and live it daily. Upgrade your integrity quotient and be proactive in staying healthy. Increase your skills by reading, writing, and communicating. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. To book a consultation or a coaching session, call 925-377-STAR or visit star-style.com. Be the star you are. 
Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you and jumpstart your dreams with positive, life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, hosted by the passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Find all you need in a light that shines. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and we are coming to you live on the Voice America channel, Empowerment Channel. And for more information, you can go to starstyleradio.com if you'd like to see photos, descriptions, and more. And if you'd like to be in touch with Be The Star You Are charity, please visit bethestarur.org or go to btsya.org. Well, walking barefoot, cuddling a pet, sleeping on satin sheets, Little things like these, they slash the stress, they ease pain, and they make you feel closer to others. And the good news is there's actually science behind these sensations that have both mental and physical benefits. We call this the healing power of touch, and it really is important to know about it. So just picture this scenario. You're on a movie date, you're watching the on-screen character, and they slowly peer around a corner as she tries to, you know, evade the villain. And then the, suddenly the music swells and pops up right behind her. And you jolt, you grab your date's arm, and you hold on as your heart pounds. Well, science is finding that there's a real reason that you solicit touch in moments of fear, anxiety, and pain. And it's not just for moral support. The answer lies in the millions of sensory receptors that are found in our skin. When they're activated, whether it's by a squeeze, an embrace, a massage, they signal the brain to produce these hormones like oxytocin. And these are powerful pain-killing and uh, stress-relieving properties. And according to a recent report in the journal Frontiers in Psychology, This is something that we all really need to know because we all experience it. Now, the unfortunate thing is we tend to only seek out someone's touch when we're hurting and when we're scared, but we're really shortchanging ourselves because certain sensations can enhance our pleasurable emotions, making you feel happier and closer to loved ones. So here are a few tips that are going to help you tap in to the power of touch. One of them is called Hug It Out. Now, I have been Italian. Everybody in my family were big huggers. It's almost like the first time we meet somebody, we want to hug them, especially if we have connected with them. I mean, you know, you don't hug a total stranger, but if we've connected with them by phone or email and we feel like we already know them, we just can't wait to give a hug. 
Well, there's evidence that hugs are really important. That warm embrace activates sensory receptors, and they are called panacean corpuscles. And this is from the director of Touch Research Institute at the University of Miami School of Medicine. In response, what they do is they send calming messages to the vagus nerve, which extends into the heart, the lungs, and the stomach. Now, what's the outcome? Your heart rate slows and your blood pressure drops, making you feel less tense. Now, the same thing happens when people curl up with a furry friend. That triggers the same effect. And this uh, is uh, evidenced by some research in Sweden. So, you know when they say pet a pet, like this morning I was feeding my, my goat and my pig and my chickens, and I had been gone for a couple of days, and the goat just couldn't wait to come up and snuggle and butt up against me. And, you know, it was obvious that he missed that touch. And immediately I felt more relaxed and relieved as well. And, you know, he was just really connecting. So hugs also appear to bolster immunity. When scientists from Carnegie Mellon University exposed 404 adults to a cold virus, the ones that hugged frequently were less likely to get sick than the ones that were touch-averse participants. You know, and I found that to be really interesting because when you see somebody who has a cold, obviously you don't want to hug them or touch them. But people who are huggers just in general just tend to be healthier. So think about hugging more. Slip into something soft. Now, we subconsciously associate soft uh, fabrics and objects with childhood, you know, like that really cozy baby blanket or a parent, again, hugging you. So feeling softness against our skin triggers a sense of safety and comfort. And this from the University of California, Berkeley, their Greater Good and Science Center, They say that the research behind this is that when you touch something soft, your cortex registers it as soothing. That, in turn, activates the reward centers of the brain. Now, you may or may not have your blankie anymore, but you can replicate this with with anything that makes you feel better. Uh, For example, something that is warm. In winter, maybe you have jersey kind of sheets, or you have flannel sheets, or maybe you have silk pajamas, you know, whatever it is. I know know Heather has talked about this uh, in Health Matters, is how great it is to climb into a bed of clean sheets. And that's always a big thing for me as well, is whatever I wash and dry the sheets and put them on the bed, I just think that it just feels so cozy. And I remember as kids, what we used to do is when sheets came out of the dryer, once we got a dryer for years, we just had a line. But when we did come out of the dryer, we would always um, want to go and climb in the sheets and feel how warm they were. So, you know, the, these are maybe the memories are what are triggering that feeling of the clean sheets. Not, I'm not sure. So another thing is feeling soft textures. And a warm sensations, they also tap into the memories of comfort and being cared for. So that gets right into what I was saying about the warm sheets when I was a kid. Or what about drinking, you know, drinking like hot chocolate, um, some warm beverage. You just feel warmer. You feel more receptive and accepting to others. Now, these are, these are things that researchers from Yale University and the University of Colorado at Boulder found 
that the hot feeling of sunlight on your skin may raise your oxytocin levels, making you feel more cooperative and less tense. And there's more research from Sweden that says that you might want to ditch the down jacket, slather on some SPF, and then just soak in some sunlight, even if it's a little cold outside. And I know that is something for me, is in this, you know, we've said that it's been the May gray, and now it's kind of June gloom. But there was a little flicker of sunlight around noon today. So I grabbed my salad, and I ran outside to sit on the bench outside my office. And I literally uh, ate my salad and put on my sunglasses and turned my chin to the sunlight. And just felt that caressing my face, and it felt so, so good. And I thought, the power of touch to to uh, my face. Another thing is, you know, have you ever just put your feet, you know, if you walk barefoot in the sand, I mean, do you go to the beach, and the first thing you do is you flip off your shoes, and you can't wait to feel the sand between your toes. Or even the first part of when you put your feet into the water, whether it's warm water or cold water, there's a sensation there that just makes you feel good. So you want to try to, you know, do that a little bit more. Spending time in nature. Well, I'm always talking about spending time in nature and how there is that very, very big healing. Well, they're saying now that just being outside in nature, besides the creativ- uh, creativity quotient that I talked about in the last segment, it actually helps you feel more upbeat, energized, and less stressed. And touch amplifies these benefits. And this is also from the University of California. That's especially true right now when you're finally shedding, you know, you're shedding winter's thick skin. You're actually, you know, in the middle of spring and we're preparing for summer. So you get rid of all those big coats and you expose a little bit more bare skin. You're wearing tank tops. Maybe you're even getting into bathing suits. What you're doing is you're exposing more sensory receptors because our skin is our biggest organ and you're exposing them to the elements. Now, to maximize the mood boost you get from the great outdoors, try running your fingertips across flower petals or tree bark or walking barefoot on the grass or uh, in sand if that's closer to you. Something I did this morning and I thought, I've got to tell my listeners about this because I loved it is uh, if you plant any scented geraniums or scented pelagonians, if you brush by them, they will release this incredible scent that just, oh my gosh, it smells so good and it feels good. It's almost like a perfume on your skin. So think, you know, think about doing that. And then the final thing is about a massage or reflexology. Everyone really should be getting a regular rub down. A massage delivers the same immune-boosting relaxation effects of a hug and more. The constant pressure ramps up your blood flow throughout the body, and it keeps it high for about 72 hours after. This is by researchers at the University of Illinois. What this does is it actually reduces inflammation, it eases pain, and it charges and recharges your energy. So if you don't have time or the funds for a standing appointment, You know, if you have a partner or you ask your partner to lend a hand, even a 10-minute rub down or a facial is kind of really beneficial. Or give each other one. Or if you not just ask a friend for a neck massage. You can also just buy like a foam roller and roll it on your muscles, and that counts as a form of self-massage. Or do as I did. I picked up a very, very good stone at the beach 
that was rolling into the ocean. And it was very soft from the crashing waves and no, no pointy areas. And I use that stone in my legs and in my back whenever I feel like I just need a bit of tension release. So those are some tips for you. Just remember the power of touch is going to help you in mind, body, and spirit. It's going to release that oxytocin, and it's going to release the feel-good endorphins as well as relieving stress and delivering the boost of relaxation and immune system um, protection. So that's really, really good. So thank you again for being great listeners and allowing Heather and I into your lives every week. Make sure you are tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, live here on the Voice America Network. And we are on the Empowerment Channel because we want you to live your dreams and we want to empower you. We hope that you'll pick up a copy of Be the Star You Are and Be the Star You Are for Teens. You can go to starstyleradio.com and click on our store. And there are the different books. The six books I have written are there. You can get autographed copies. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are, go to bethestarur.org or btsya.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. I want you to see beyond your physical being and know that you are already a star. Cherish the past and dream of the future, but remember to celebrate today. And until next week when we have another power party, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep you happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I encourage you to have a wonderful week of dreaming, creating, inspiring, and make a difference. And may this be the best time of your life. Until we celebrate next week, be the star you are. Thanks for being with me. The star you are, the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star, be the star you are, It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.